Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Brutally honest sports, crazy coaching, hopeful Hamlin, NFC contenders or pretenders, playoffs preview and more. Let's get it, baby. Welcome into episode number 94 on this glorious Monday. We're sitting here. The Eagles are the number one seed. It wasn't pretty, but they're the number one seed regardless. So, uh, yes, sir. Yes, can't, sir. Com- can't complain there, huh, JD? You know, what's going on, man? Hey, not too much, man. No complaints from my side. As requested from a couple of our listeners, we bought Roach back for this Monday. I know Roach is complaining Roach. over there. What's going on, man? What's good? What's good? What's good? So, you know, you know, last time I came in, it was off of an L. The Eagles had just <laughs> took an L. But but I got a little bit something to be happy about this week. I'm coming off of a win. It was yes, an sir. ugly win, but it was a win. So I'm going to take that and we're going to roll with it. Yep, number one seed is the number one seed. Not everyone can grab it like the Chiefs at the end. Chiefs absolutely putting putting uh, in ma- major work, that's for sure. But talking about two teams that are going out on the loss, well, one team's going out on the loss. The Chicago Bears, they lost. The Texans win thus flipping the draft stock. Bears get the number one pick. Texans get the number two pick. And Lovey Smith still loses his job. This was, got, like, bound to happen. Everybody saw this coming, or am I wrong? I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. I Brutally. believe it. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of coaches that ain't going to have no job at the end of this one. This was a year of chaos. Who would have thought it was all going to pan out like this? How many teams was going to be good? How many teams was going to be bad? And how many coaches just look? terrible i i don't know though i mean the t- i know the texans of what finished with three they're 313 and one but i mean they were in a lot of those games you know i know wins a win a, and a loss of a loss but i mean look at that roster they got look at davis mills like would i have fired that guy after that season i, I don't know man it was his first year that's a little harsh in my opinion but hey i mean uh, it's a results-based business and and that that team's had four head coaches in four years now after this one. So, nah. See, in a lot of those games is the Lions. Okay, that's in a lot of those games. <laughs> no, they won a lot the of Texans those games. Was not. Let's be real. Honestly, nobody even knew that the Texans could be decent until they played the Eagles. And Pierce was just like, "Oh, we can run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball." Texans, they just looked at awful the majority of the season. Like, the coach can't come up with anything better, and I, and I get it. You ain't had the weapons. You ain't had – but let, let's be honest here. 
they 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 had time. They knew they weren't gonna have the quarterback that they wanted. They knew they knew that Watson wasn't gonna be there. They knew that they had given away every receiver for like the last two years. Come on now. Come on now. I think they tanked, honestly. I, honestly, I think Lovey Smith was put in place just to tank so that they could get uh, a quarterback out of this QB rich draft. You Kyler Murray, it ain't no Lamar, it ain't no Jalen. Like, overhyped. They overhyped. None of okay. them. You're saying not no. CJ Stroud. He okay. All right, tell me this. All right, watch this. Who you taking? You taking CJ or, or Joe Burrow? I mean, that's not fair, man. He hasn't even okay, played a game taking, in the league. Take, you, all right, look. Okay, you taking you taking CJ or you taking Kyler Murray? I'll CJ. Probably, yeah, I'll take CJ. CJ yeah, Kyler Murray's a dickhead. Smoking on something yeah, hard. Y'all I wish. Smoking on something hard. Let's, let's be. Let's be. Look, when no, Kyler Murray first came out of college, what what was Kyler Murray? What was he? The number what pick? First overall, I think. And y'all telling me that y'all would take CJ. Like it, it was no discussion. Kyler Murray had it. He look, it was like, is he gonna play in the NFL or is he gonna play in the MLB? This kid is amazing. He's this short. Let's be honest. We didn't know that Kyler Murray had a trash attitude until he got to the NFL. Yeah, but I'm saying right, uh, right, right uh, now, you're t- you're t- you're asking me who I'll take right now. I already know what Kyler Murray is. Hindsight. <laughs> if, if, hey, if, even with the hindsight, I still take Colin Murray because I believe oh. if you fix the attitude, then everything else is, is you know, you obviously can't fix the height. But I think <laughs> I, I think I think his arm talent is amazing. Let's be honest, he run like a badass little kid, you know, like but you ain't catching him. Now is he gonna stay healthy? Like you know what I mean? It's the first injury, pretty big one, pretty <laughs> pretty substantial though. You, sure. You're not wrong, but it ain't the first time we don't see this. He'll, he won't and win a Super Bowl. He will not. He won't get to a Super Bowl or win a Super Bowl. I put money on that. I, I, I don't see CJ running those Super Bowls. <laughs> not if he goes to the Texans. The Texans yeah, are never going to win a Super Bowl until they relocate. Look, they, 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 they ain't got no coach. They ain't got no receivers. They ain't got no – who Who you going to throw the ball to? You, bro. That, you, bro. <laughs> Go try out for yeah. Houston. That's that's why they shouldn't have fired. I need to go warm up and stretch out, try something new. <laughs> yeah, seriously, don't hurt your knees, old man. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, boy, I'll be hurting. Yeah. Well, we're talking about Kyler, and um, I guess we'll find out next year if they can fix his attitude. Because earlier today, Cliff Kingsbury was canned. That's something that Aaron and I had talked about earlier in the season. Aaron was pretty darn sure he was gone. I wasn't so convinced. Um, also. Uh, the general manager, Steve Kimes, stepped down due to his health. So a lot of turnover in Arizona. Do you guys think that it was the right move to fire Kingsbury or because of the fact that Murray had such a huge contract, they had no choice? Mm, that's tough. That, that That's a, honestly a tough question because <laughs> if we being honest, bro, <laughs> who's going to go there to coach knowing that they starting quarterback ain't coming back to the end of the year? How much money are we talking about? Money talks. Yeah, that that and they, they have a ton of weapons still. I mean, their receiving core is pretty good. Um, like, you know, if you're if you're just waiting on Kyler Murray to come back, once once you insert Kyler Murray, that team should essentially take off with the right coach, you know what I mean? Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins is still a top what? ten receiver. Mm-mm, what you talking about? Not how Kyler Murray play. They need CJ Stroud. All right, there, well, it, there it is. That, they could probably they could probably trade for him. They could probably trade for him. That's what that's what I'm nah. saying. That's a, that makes my point even better. He's underachieving with that. I was team. joking. It was sarcasm. He's a uh, big cheesy grin on his face. <laughs> nah, but I, I I agree. But I I mean, who who are who is the Arizona backup? 
Colt McCoy, and then behind him was uh, Trace McSorley, and then behind him was David Blau. So the only reason I know that is because I always have to check the injury report when I get the stats ready for the, the next show. <laughs> Whoa. Well, I'll tell you what. Whatever coach you do come in there, he, he do have an amazing receiver. That, 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 that's without doubt. But he he gonna have some to, he gonna have some changes to implement. He gonna is gonna have, number one is gonna have to be some structures. Ooh ooh, you know what? You know what? That's just like this Broncos. Yeah, that's where we're go ahead and move right bro, along. Yep. Oh my god, moving right along. Yeah, ever coming to that Broncos, whatever coach it is, they got to go immediately when they get there. Hey Russ, I'm locking the office. You you no longer got an office. Yep. <laughs> Number two, bro, are y'all aware that Russ had like four parking spots? <laughs> I knew like he had his office. The, <laughs> bro, I would like, look, look, come on now. Come on. Like, <laughs> you, at this point, who are you? You the GM? You're not even a player. Like, you are you the owner of the team? Yeah, we're going to give you an <laughs> office. Hey, we're hey. going to give you four parking spots. Like, they got his name on them. He's Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> you gotta look that up if, for anybody who hasn't seen that. Look up Russell Wilson, Mr. Unlimited. Let oh, Russ Mr. Cook. Unlimited. He got four spots because when you let Russ cook, you got to park his car in one. You got to put your grill in the other. You got to put your tent in the third one. And your fourth one's for the homies, bro. That's why I got four spots. You got to <laughs> let Russ cook. Got to let him cook. Gotta, yeah, he cooked, he cooked the whole season this year. <laughs> yeah, he right did. out of the playoffs. Yeah, he did. I mean, we already know that Hackett got fired. That. Owner in there, uh, new owner down there in Denver is not afraid to shell out crazy amounts of money. Sean Payton is at the top of pretty much everybody's list. Dude, the Saints are asking for a first-round draft pick and more, and Denver's still in the running for that. Any chance Payton heads over to Denver, or at this point, is that all hearsay? I, I ain't never seen this many spots open for coach. <laughs> it's just so like honestly, if you are a coach. You can go wherever you look. Hey, pick the city that you like the most, and they probably got an open coaching spot this year for some reason. Like, the- okay, well, that's that's a little exaggeration, but but it's like, <laughs> open this year, man. It's just normally it's like, okay, well, he's gonna be gone this year, next year he's gonna be gone. You know, he's been trash for three years, he's gonna be gone. But like, people got fired this year, man. You think? Uh, you think Coach Sala gets? You think he uh, withstands the off season, or you think he gets canned too? I don't uh, think he, he should. Stand. I don't think he he's should, staying. but somebody's somebody's leaving. Either the GM, the offensive coordinator, Zach Wilson. Like they're not all coming back. I don't see that. There's no it's way. I think, you, I think the GM out of there. It's interesting you say that because GM Joe D- Douglas said, and here's probably why they should get rid of Douglas and Wilson. But he says we've never been a team that gives up on talent early. We all know the talent Zach possesses. So I think they should get rid of both of them and give Salah another chance. <laughs> I think I think he might be just trying to use Zach Wilson as trade bait at this point. I think he's trying to pump him up. Uh, so he can get a fifth rounder instead of a sixth rounder from Carolina? <laughs> Man, they yeah, Carol- no pumping him up. They, that, 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 <laughs> hey, that, that boy is, is destined to be a backup. <laughs> Not if he plays in Carolina. He could probably start down there for a few games till they switch him out. Hey, it's funny that you say that because, you know, I talked a little bit about the, the Panthers and, and, you know, J.C. Horn and whatnot and, you know, Honestly, Sam had been playing decent. He had not been turning the ball over. I think it was like four to five weeks straight. We finally got a true Sam Darnold sighting. Played that boy play like booty butt cheeks. I mean, he was <laughs> he he played like the Sam Darnold we know. And there's a lot of Panthers fans that's like, oh, 
No, no, he didn't have nobody. Th- nah, nah, I don't want to hear him. We ain't not DJ Moore out there. Ain't that what y'all been talking about? Oh, yeah, DJ Moore. DJ Moore is amazing. Nah, 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 nah. no, I want to hear it. I think DJ Moore made all the Carolina Panthers quarterbacks look good, to be honest with you. I think DJ Moore is under, underrated a little bit. Man, I, boy, I know a Panthers fan that might have kissed you on the lips just now. <laughs> um, hey, look, I, I think that DJ Moore is a good receiver, but. I believe that some Panthers fans and even some analysts put this man higher than I know a Panthers fan that say he is better than AJ Brown. Yeah, no, he's not the next. uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's not the second coming of Jerry Rice. That's not all I'm saying. I just think he flies under the radar a bit because he plays for Carolina. Like, let's not pretend like this man wasn't. They wasn't thinking about trading him too. Cause, cause they when they traded Christian, they was tra- thinking about trading DN. They was they was thinking about trading DJ. They was gonna trade the house if they could get the picks for. Might have traded the stadium. I, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, like, hey, hey, if, if you're a receiver that good, no, I'm not putting him up there with uh with Brown, but I do believe he flies under the radar a little bit. But a couple more coaching uh, notes here: the Texans requested to interview D'Amico Ryan's of the 49ers, Jonathan Gannon of the Eagles, Broncos defensive coordinator, Ajiro Avero, as well as offensive coordinator of the Eagles, Shane Steichum. Or Shane Steichum, my apologies. I know Denver's probably looking at some of those names as well, and there's one final name I'll talk about with Denver here uh, to wrap up the coaching section, but do you think all four of those boys deserve a coaching job somewhere else? And if so, who do you think is the first to land a head coaching job? So I'll say it again, D'Amico Ryan's defensive coordinator for the 49ers. Jonathan Gannon, defensive coordinator for the Eagles. Shane Steigham, OC for the Eagles. And uh, Broncos, defensive quarter, coordinator, Giro Avero. So I guess he's still in the, in the mix for the Broncos head coaching job. I don't think the 49ers want none of their coaches going nowhere. Nowhere. <laughs> it doesn't mean they won't. They one. don't want them to. <laughs> yeah, hey, factual. I actually want to get this one to Aaron first because I want to hear what he about to say about Jonathan Gannon. <laughs> oh, shit. It's, shit. it's about to get brutally honest with some arguments up in here. Let me grab my popcorn real quick. Hold on. Nah, go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. I can listen to you while you start up. <laughs> yeah, get everybody get your popcorn ready. But wait, wait, right. just wait. Just wait for Jonathan Gannon to go somewhere. I I. I hope that happens, man. Watch because whatever team he he's gone, he max he gets two years and he's getting shit canned. As soon as they realize he's not nothing special, man, he's nothing special. You know, look at the personnel the Eagles have. L- look at who they, who's the defensive coordinator right before him. He was the Jim old Schwar- Jim, Jim, Jim Schwartz. Yeah, bring, Jim Schwartz. Bring, bring him back with this defensive uh, nope. personnel. No, I don't know about all that. No, we'd that. be so much better. We he uh, did, I don't know. He, he, he did Whoa. so much with shit. He did so much with shit talent, shit Bro. personnel. And, and look at look at <sighs> Jonathan Gannon. He he got gifted from God or the football gods, whoever, whatever. It, he has all players at every position. Come on, man. Jonathan Gannon would suck as a head coach. I hope he goes, man. I hope we get somebody. I hope we upgrade because I think we can upgrade. The Cowboys can fire Mike McCarthy, and then they can hire Jonathan Gannon. And, and then we'll see if you're right. And and we'll get Dan, if if we get Dan Quinn, if we got Dan Quinn from the Cowboys, oh my god, Dan Quinn's going to be a head coach if he wants it. Guaranteed, someone's going to hand him a head coaching job. We'll see if he wants it this year. Last year he could have had one, but he he still stayed put. There's a lot of Cowboys fans that want him to stay put again. I guess we'll we'll probably see if the Cowboys flame out in the playoffs. He'll I think gone. he'll probably leave. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stike, uh, right. Stike him though. Stike him. I want him to stay. I I'm afraid he won't. 
All right, shots fired, Roach. Go ahead, hit him back. See, man, I, all right. Look, I'm, I'm, I, look, I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm just gonna do it. I'm going to do it. I'm Popcorn's ready, Jonathan. I am defending them. This game is about points, and my boy ain't giving them up. Okay, the average points you 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 know the league average is twenty one points. We've been the teams we we've been keeping the money that all year, and we can say, "Hey, we hate the show coverage, we hate the like of blicks, and we hate the the like of stunts." Sixteen points. He gave up sixteen points yesterday. Yeah, it was a, it was a Giants backup. Yeah, what? Uh, I don't care. I don't care. Sixteen points. He gave he gave up he gave up thirteen points against the Saints. You know now now that 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 Cowboy game now. <laughs> but look look up look up the league average and look up how much we normally give up. He, this man has been playing decent enough for us to to, to win games. I I, I I I get it. At the beginning of the year, we're just like throw some stunts in. We hate this coverage. I get it, and I did too. But <clears throat> he did start the books a little bit more. Hey, yeah, I, I did realize that Hassan Reddick can't drop into coverage, and he he only <laughs> he is only good for rushing the passer. He's like five man front, five man front. Well, hey. I like Stikem. I do. I really do. But I like Stikem more so just as an offensive line coach, man. Stikem and Nick Sirianni, and y'all don't get me wrong. I like Nick. I like Nick. But I believe they'd be up in that coaching office trying to think of a game plan, and they brains just be on fire. Smoke all <laughs> in the office. I, I just want somebody that can, can – we have the team to do anything. I believe that Jalen got to be on a pitch count, meaning he got to run, but he got to be a certain amount. Like we, we can't run him 17 times. That's how he got injured in the Bears game. Like yesterday, I, I, I I'm just looking. I'm like, I'm like, boy, Jalen looked like he did, but that boy would look like he was about to have a seizure. He wanted to, he wanted to run so bad. But that's that's <laughs> what I think. I, I I I want Jonathan to stay at this point. Yeah, he he definitely leaving. I think he's leaving. Let's have the Jets fire Coach Sala. Let's bring him in, defensive coordinator. We'll. Oh, my I'd be God. okay with. I, I'd be okay with that because I think Sala is one of the best defensive minds in the game. Bring Rex Ryan off of ESPN. Put him in there. Well, oh, I don't know about God. that. I I don't think Rex Ryan would fit fit in that room. He's he's practically. I don't know. That's oh, bad joke. Damn, that's that's <laughs> personal shot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm calling Skip. Hey, look, look. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy too. I already know y'all already know what I think about Skip. <laughs> so, Bring Skip in um, as a defensive oh, coordinator. Man. Oh man. <laughs> well, we do know that one coach is definitely coming back. Uh, Belichick mentioned that he was going to be back for next year, so we don't we don't, don't got to touch Ooh. on that. The evil the evil genius is coming back to to torture people at least one more year. Uh, I do want to talk Jim Harbaugh here um, in a minute. I know that he's in Michigan. Michigan obviously ended the season with a very disappointing loss to TCU. But do we think that ultimately he's going to be lured away from Michigan and come back to the uh, – Yeah, man. Same thing happened last year around this time as far as Harbaugh won, you know, being rumored to go back to the NFL is with the Vikings. Uh, this time I know he at least has spoken with the Broncos, uh, rumored to be interviewing with them this coming this week. Um and then he also, from what I read, uh, the Panthers spoke with Harbaugh as well, uh, but he was he was more persistent than they were. So it sounds like they're not interested. But he was trying to, you know, at least get his foot in the door there. I, I don't know, you know, how accurate that is. It's being reported he has four 
level two violations and one uh, level one violation, basically uh, recruiting violations uh, when the outside of the window that the NCA allows. And then the other violation was uh, like lying, <clears throat> excuse me, lying if, if I'm still going through puberty, excuse me. But uh, <laughs> yeah, li- lying about the fact that that was going on. And basically he was proven that that was going on. So uh, he's in heavy fire uh, with, with the University of Michigan and, and the NCAA. He did say uh, just this past week, as I stated in December, no one knows what the future holds, but I expect that I will be enthusiastically coaching Michigan in 2023. So uh, that's probably a bunch of like, you know, Malark, or he's just doing it to uh, scare people a little bit. And the fact that he says no one knows what the future holds. So what do you think, Roach? Uh, do you think he goes to the NFL? Do you think he stays on Michigan? And, and if he does go to the NFL, where do you think he's going? I'm going to butt in real, real quick here. I'm sorry. You said Malarkey, and I thought, like, Mike Malarkey, and I thought maybe he can go to te- maybe he can go to Tennessee. Maybe he can go to Tennessee, but couldn't, couldn't help myself. Go ahead, Roach. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, so number one, uh, this is what I want to go to number first. First, first and foremost, I believe, I believe everybody recruits outside of, outside of the, the recruiting timeline. I do. I, I, you know, some people get caught. Some people don't. He got caught. He got caught. He lied. He lied. Way that this college thing is set up now, you know, with the portal, with the, it's almost it'll almost be crazy not to do some. I I don't know how you do it and how you get around it, but it, it's almost crazy to not. I just don't believe. I believe everybody's doing it. I don't think it's just him. I do think that he will not be with Michigan. I do. I think he's gone. I think th- I think he's gonna end up at the Colts because once I once again I said that I believe it's gonna be some more coaches gone. <laughs> I, I, I I just I, I don't see him going to the Broncos because him and Rustin's gonna be fighting all day. Who do we give the power to? Who do we? I just don't. I don't see it. I I believe. I mean, Jeff's out of there. Jeff's gone. Okay. Like, you, you don't gotta believe it. Jeff Jeff's gone. <laughs> I, 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 I believe so i believe you know the coast it just would be a good landing spot for him if you're gonna play the game you gotta play it good baby don't get caught <laughs> he's uh he's zero and six in bowl games too so i mean not not having the success that he wants there i don't know man like he's he's definitely made that program relevant again and they're in the in the college playoff the last two years but he hasn't brought it home for them, and I just feel like he he is all about the power. That's a great point you bring up. I've heard that like being reported a ton, ton of times in uh, San Fran and then in in Michigan. So, yeah, I could see I could see him with uh, Jim Ursay and the Colts. I could I could totally see that. He's got to figure out what the quarterback situation is going to be. Hey, see once again another team that needs a quarterback. Ever since Andrew Luck, the Colts needed a quarterback. Maybe they'll get one in this year's draft. Who knows? I mean, with the Chicago, no, no, he's bad. Definitely not. And with the Colts, or I'm sorry, with the Houston Texans losing the number one draft pick and the Bears getting it, already having their quarterback, there's going to be a lot of teams calling into Chicago trying to trying to swing a deal for that number one pick. I can guarantee you. Um, honestly, Justin Fields not playing that game. I said in the last show. I wonder if it was a bit suspect if they didn't want them to play because they wanted to lose real bad, and that's what ended up happening. Ultimately, they lost. So that, that number one spot is going to be crucial, and Chicago's going to get. I, I believe they'll the trade Bears back. Need to pick up. What y'all think the Bears need to pick? Up? I, I, I got, I got, I had an argument with a Panthers fan <laughs> about 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 this earlier. Um, well, not today, but yesterday, and uh, 
What what do y'all what do y'all think that they need to pick up? I just want y'all to answer first. Before I say anything else, what do y'all think the Bears need to pick up? Wide receivers, personally. I think they need to develop wide receivers around Justin Fields, but also offensive line. That man could use more time to throw. He, he's scrambling all over the place. So I personally don't know a whole lot about this coming up draft class. So, I mean, if, if it's heavy with, you know, good offensive linemen or whatnot, maybe I could see the Bears grabbing an O lineman with the number one pick. But that's what I see. I see Fields. You know, he's not the most disciplined in the pocket, which can be worked on, but he's also scrambling a lot because, you know, they're getting through to him on a regular basis. I agree 100%. Like, their O-line is suspect that. But he's not going to last in this league if he, you know, he's another one of those guys that says no time to throw. It's like, can't, I don't know, man. Like, that's not the sexiest pick to do an offensive lineman, but you need you need to protect him, like, if he's going to last. And, and like J.D. said, like, they need receiving core. They need they need uh, targets. Like, look at. Uh, look at Trevor Lawrence. They get him a, a better coach, and they get him targets. And like now, look how good they are. You know what I mean? They they kind of put the formula in place to try and you know take it from a bad season and then the upcoming season to be better. So they do need O lineman. You're not wrong, but it is it's time to grab O lineman. You you just don't take an offensive lineman with the number one pick. I, I, I just trade I don't back. Give me, yeah, trade back. I, yeah, I I believe you go and get a wide receiver. I believe it's some good wide receivers. So look, I might not think any no amazing quarterbacks, but I think it's some amazing wide receivers out here this draft class. Marvin it, Harris, is Marvin Quentin Johnson, is Marvin Harrison Jr. coming out? He's he's gonna be the he's the real deal. He's he top five. Yeah, I he think is. he's a top five pick when he um, comes close to the draft. And as I long think as that Justin Fields is one offseason similar to Jalen Hurts. Bro, work on your accuracy. Work on your mechanics. Work on keeping your eyes downfield. I think he's a little bit bigger than Hurts. Actually, I, he might run a little bit faster. I think he's faster. Yeah, He is, yeah. Keep your eyes downfield. He is just lacking mechanics. Imagine the he, Bears. Imagine the Bears with Brian Dable, right? <laughs> that quarterback so, whisper, man. That quarterback whisper, or Doug Peterson um, too. One of the two. Somebody that can refine him. Somebody that can refine his game because he's got he's got the tools. It's just well, you know, Doug used to be a quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah yep. He won a ring as a player, though. As he a backup, does. He, does, he does have a ring as a backup. But I, 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 do, I, I think it's a wide receiver. I, he, I mean, who does this guy have to throw to? Clayton. Claypool. I don't even know the dude's name. That's a, that's Chase Claypool. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not giving Chase Claypool. There's nah, a reason he don't play. There's a reason he don't play with Pittsburgh no more. You know? <laughs> and it, it's not the reason that Juju don't play there. Um, <laughs> but they they got it. They got David Montgomery as a good running. He's a good running back. He's a solid Agreed. running back. You get it, you you start running the RPO, which which they I don't know why at the beginning of the year they were like, oh, we're just gonna make you drop back and throw. He wasn't ready to do it. So you you get him a receiver, somebody like Quentin Johnson. Um, get him a big fella. Get him get him somebody that pinpoint the ball and box out. Get him a one receiver, one tight end. My guy Roach is uh he's putting his application for offensive coordinator all over the league, it sounds like. Hey, bro. I'm about to go GM. I'm about to go GM. <laughs> oh. Hey, look. <laughs> Uh, I'm a writer, so if you need you need me to help you touch up your your resume, bro, I got you. Just just let me know what you feel like your strengths and weaknesses are. I'll write a killer report for you, and then we can start <laughs> start sending in the tape, and uh, maybe we can get you a job. Let's go, let's go. <laughs> All right.
Now, I will say this. I believe Justin Fields has one to two years to work out the kinks. And if he don't, he's going to end up like Lamar. Oof. Oof. Okay. What what do you what do you mean by that? A little bit injury prone, trying to trying to save himself to get a big contract. Hey, look. Exactly. Exactly that. He's gonna be successful. Look, hey, hey, if you can run for a thousand yards in the season, you're gonna be successful. But guess what else your ass is gonna be injured? (laughs) (laughs) Like they they get him some help. Uh, Lamar got Mark Andrews, but Lamar don't have another another number one receiver. Like I said, get him a receiver and get him a tight end. Get him a blocking tight end that can grab the ball. He has a running back. Run the RPO. Put him in position to succeed. He, he, he It seemed like he got the intangibles. Seemed like people want to follow him. Seemed like the locker room's behind him. Agreed. Yeah, I agree with you. But uh, speaking of things, uh, someone who doesn't need any help, I did not need any help with my pickums this week. I went three and zero, including two two little upsets for me. So just just to clarify, Aaron went two and one, so he didn't exactly suck at it. But my first three and zero week, I got, I called the Lions over the Packers. So Aaron, when you said, "I hope I'm wrong," I called that one. Let's go. Uh, Tex- I had the Texans over the Colts, baby, and then my Dolphins pulled it out. The Dolphins pulled it out over the Jets. Skyler Thompson, baby, three and zero, three and zero. Aaron, you called the the Bucks obliterating the Falcons, which didn't happen. Two easy picks. You picked Bills over the Pats and Eagles over the Giants. Easy games. Right I mean, I, that Bills game was close. You know, without those kick returns, they probably lose that game. But and uh, we will talk to that. Yeah, we will definitely to, talk about that. To speak on that, to speak on that real quick, the Bucks, man, they I had them in a six six or seven team leg parlay. And if all I had every other team that won except for the Bucks, and the only reason they did lose is because they pulled uh they pulled Brady out in the second quarter and they put that dumpster fire of I'm sorry <laughs> I'm sorry Blaine Gabbert you're you're a great guy for saving that family from drowning but you suck at football bro like you need you need to stop you need to find a different career maybe you should be uh, on the Coast Guard since you you can save people and stuff like that but man you screwed me out of a lot of money so I don't I don't like you any yeah, at all man. <laughs> Tom Brady. Blame Bruce Arians. I blame Bruce Arians, bro. I don't. Maybe Bruce, Bruce Arians. Need, Bruce Arians needs to go. And Byron Leftwich, both of them. No, I don't know. Somebody's getting blamed. For once, I wanted Tom Brady to ball out, and he, of course, he screws me even when I I need him to win. You know what I mean? But that sounds like a personal problem. Ah, come on. I know. Screw. I know one thing. I know one thing. Somebody, somebody need to call Josh Allen and tell him to stop throwing these interceptions in the red zone. <laughs> preach, right. hey. preach to him, man. Preach to him. Hey, look, Josh Allen is amazing, and, and you know he, he might be the second coming. It's going to cost him. You cannot keep throwing these interceptions in the red zone. He, they got him as the leading interception thrower in the red zone. I'm gonna tell you this right now. He can't have nine rushes. I take that back. He can have he can have seven, <laughs> but look, look he 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 running the ball like a running back. He running he running it too much. He running it too much. Like he hey look, we watch that that Bears game with Jalen, and we're like, Jalen's about to get hurt. Yep, yep. We, we hey we were just he's running again. He's running again. He's running. Josh, he, hey, we already thought he was hurt one time this season. I, I'm not saying the Bills' offense coordinator bad because I don't think he is, but they, they, you got a good running back. 
Let Devin Singletary run the ball. Run some options. You got a quarterback, got a massive arm. You probably got the most talented quarterback in the NFL at, at this moment. I think Joe – I honestly think Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes are – I think Patrick yeah, Mahomes, Mahomes and Joe Burrow are both more talented than Josh Allen. I put Allen third, and I, I know you I, don't like – I believe I, I believe Josh Allen has the same arm, if not better, and runs better than both of them. Right. We're gonna have to agree to disagree, but you are wrong. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, like I said, you take a look. Hey, put it this way. Put it this way. Before the Hamlin situation, who was who? Who had the number one seat? Yeah, look at that defense, though, man. The Bills. Yeah, call yeah. it what you want to. Call it what you want to. Call you, it what you want you, to. You just told me he he needs to get better in the red zone. I don't hear you here saying Joe Burrow needs to get better in the red zone. I don't hear Mahomes needs to get better in the red zone. Like. I'm I'm about hey, to side hey. with JD for the second. Well, actually, I don't even know because we were all y'all, y'all said y'all said it was Patrick, but if I'm not mistaken, didn't the Bills beat didn't the Bills beat the Chiefs? That's the regular season, though. Yeah, like, they did oh, in, the regular, in the regular season. <laughs> in the regular season. But when it comes down when it comes down to it, have the Bills got the best of the Chiefs? And now because of that neutral neutral game or that neutral site, we will get to see there will be no excuses if the Buffalo Bills make it to play the Chiefs in that that game, there will be no excuses of home foot advantage at Arrowhead. So and right. it, 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 it ain't gonna be no excuses because Josh Allen <laughs> throw, throw, throw. Oh no, they got me pinned down. What are we gonna do? We're coming out guns blazing, coach. I'm about to hurt myself because I'm gonna run for 55 yards. <laughs> and we gonna <laughs> as long as he don't throw interceptions in the red zone. <laughs> I, I don't want to see him. It, look, hey, look, Josh Allen and and the 49ers. I, I been, I've been, I've been, I've, hey, look, I'm, I'm ducking the 49ers like they bills, man. I ain't, I ain't want, I ain't want no part of them boys until the, to the, till we get to the championship. We'll move on to uh, that quarterback that I believe is the number one in the league. And real quick, we don't even really need to go over this game because it was a, a lock from the get go. Chiefs getting the number one seed with a 31-13 thumping. Of Stidham and the the Raiders is Mahomes the MVP lock now? I mean, Josh Allen misses that game obviously because of the the tragic Hamlin situation. Jalen Hurts missing two games and then playing Rusty in this third game. Does Mahomes run away with this MVP? He does. I, I you know I I am a Jalen Hurts fan and I'm an Eagles fan and you know I want to be like give Jalen the MVP, but I believe that availability is a big thing and this was the only way that I was like. Give it to somebody else. You missed two games, but I like you. <laughs> and I want you. But you missed two games. And I, I, I'm not going to be that that guy that says, you know, you, you can miss two games and it's fine. You know, Pat, Patrick threw for 5,250 yards, 41 touchdowns. Yeah, I, it is what it is. The, the man's the MVP. I'm with you, man. I mean, he put up 5,200 yards, 41 touchdowns, 12 picks, like, lost Tyreek Hill and it's like he didn't skip a beat Tyreek Hill's you know talking all this nonsense I mean I was probably just to hype two up and and help out the Dolphins but you can't you can't compare to it to Patrick Mahomes come on man let's 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 be real here you know just in general though you can't you can't compare to it to Mahomes Mahomes is a unicorn Tua might turn out to be a real fine quarterback even a good quarterback in the NFL but Tua is never going to be that level Tua's never going to be in the level of Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, or in my mind, even on uh, on Jalen's level. Because flat out, I mean, you look at what Tua has down there with Waddle and, and Tyree Kill, and, you know, obviously we got A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith, but 
I think Jalen did a lot more uh, with what we got, honestly. Yeah, I know the yards there in the beginning of the season, you know, for, for Tyreek especially, especially, but the Cheetah's the best wide receiver in the league, hands down, in my opinion. So I, I don't think I don't think Tua has the the intelligence to be better than Jalen. I'm not saying he's stupid, but you look at the intelligence that Jalen has when he runs that RPO. He's not just looking to throw on his first read every time. He'll go through his progressions. You know, Tua, he just needs to get better at going through those progressions. And I hope he comes back next year and does that and does a good job of doing that because I don't I don't hate on the guy. And I know I love to see people come back from major injuries and and make a make a splash back in the league. Uh back in the league, no pun intended, playing for the Dolphins. But you know, I'd like to see him come back for the from those concussions and do a good job down there and lead them back to the playoffs, which they got there this year, which we'll talk about that. Just absolutely bizarre game a little bit later. So I don't know. I mean, Mahomes, I believe, yeah, definitely the MVP. He set the record for the most uh, total yards in a, in a season this year with this, like, 55-something. Uh, it's it's 5,258, if I'm not mistaken. Now – Okay, Mr. Statistician, I, all right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, look. I am agreeing with you on pretty much everything you said. I wouldn't That's say the first. How you said it. I know. That's the first. That's the first. Things are gonna fly. I am biased. I think Jalen's been better than Tua since college. Okay. I'm, I won't argue with you. I will not argue uh, with you on that point. You know, now Tua Tua missed four games. He, he pretty much missed a thousand yards on top of his on top of his what thirty. How much was it? Thirty five hundred. I think he got thirty five hundred on the year. Yeah, thirty five forty eight. Um, he so. He he missed about, it will say three hundred per game, which is what he was pretty much averaging before teams figured out what the Dolphins were doing, though. Hey, and with the best receiver was, in the league, yeah. Before everybody was like, "Hey, if you hit him, he's out. He is concussed." <laughs> <laughs> it's not what I meant. It's not what I wow. meant. <laughs> oh, wow, hey. I, I, oh, the so. man is fragile. He fragile. He is uh, fragile. I don't yeah. know though, man, because coming into the league, everybody was like. You know, his hip's going to be a probably he had a surgery on his hip. He had like, you know, five, six surgeries. But I mean, I, I can you really help that he's getting concussions? Like he's I mean, every every hit that he's taken to get a concussion, he got slammed. So, I mean, I think it's just bad luck so far for him. Not to say he's going to nope. be durable. I don't think he's, he's I'm not going to put him down as durable. But I mean, he he's a tough kid for coming in. I mean, he has wobbly feet that one week uh, and then he's still playing through it like I don't know, man. I do feel for Tua. I don't think he's a great quarterback in any stretch. I think he just they they base their offense off timing more than anything. Tua said himself that he was never coached how to slide. Which yeah. I, you're a running quarterback. Two, two, one thing I know, and two things for sure. <laughs> if you're a running quarterback, you're gonna get hit. So you better you better know how to slide. That's one of the things you're working on in practice. Like I, I ain't trying to get hit by Ray Lewis coming out the middle. I better slide. <laughs> um you can bet your bottom dollar there's a coach that was like, Hey man, you gotta slide. I I, I don't believe that I believe that's crap, and I believe he threw somebody under the bus. And if that is if that is the case, he brung on some of those injuries on himself because he's not sliding. I feel like it doesn't really take a whole lot of intelligence to slide. And that's why I believe you, uh, you are correct when he said, you know, he said that he was never taught how to slide and I'm not a football player, but I mean, I played baseball as an eight year old and I learned how to slide as an eight year old. You know, I know it's a little different playing on turf and you're not in full pads, but I just, I can't imagine 
it being that difficult to learn when you're playing football for most of your life. I know, you know, someone's flying at you and you got to make a, you know, a decision, but I don't know. Man. You see these, these quarterbacks that don't know what they're doing, you know, that rumble down the field, you know, like a seven, you know, minute, 40 second, you know, 40 yard dash and they still know how to slide. <laughs> so Exactly. Hey, look, like I said, if Josh Allen don't start sliding, he's going to have the same issue. Uh, to it, you got to slide. That's the bottom line of it. You the the more hits you take, the sooner you go. And and just like Aaron said, they thought his hip was gonna hurt. So what? It wasn't his hip. You hurt. You hurt. You hurt. Protect yourself. Uh, Tom do it the best. He he got six referees on the field that protect him. Protect yourself. <laughs> oh man. So. We'll just roll right into that Dolphins-Jets Dolphins, Dolphins Jets game, and then we'll roll into the Bills-Patriots game because they are closely connected. Um, and then I want to talk Jags and Titans. We definitely don't want to miss them. But what's the plan for the Dolphins here? They got an 11-6 to win, which when I saw that score, I was like, that looks like a baseball score. How the hell did that happen? Uh, but that safety on that final play on, on a pathetic lateral attempt. But, all right, 11-6, and or they win that game. Patriots get beat by the Bills. Dolphins are in as the final seed for the AFC. What are they doing at quarterback? What is their game plan? I mean, do they have a snowball's chance in Hades to even stay with another team in the AFC in a playoff game, or are they just going to get obliterated? Aaron? Uh, I think they get obliterated, man. I mean, who's going to – I don't think Tua's coming back. I mean, I, I don't know. Obviously, I'm not connected in the in the Dolphins organization like that. But, I mean, what, Teddy, Teddy two two-glove – uh, walking emergency room Bridgewater gonna be out there like that guy can't he can't stay healthy for more than five minutes so I don't know man I mean if they go with Skylar Thompson I didn't I didn't get to see much of that game I saw a little bit of the highlights but Good. you didn't uh, miss anything <laughs> that's what you I'm I, I'm sort of saying man like I don't care who you're playing it, if you if that's your best option at quarterback you're not gonna win I don't I don't think they should play Tua. I think he's sustained <laughs> what three concussions in a matter of two months or something like that yeah. Um, so just, you know, rookie, rookie coach, third year quarterback, just, you know, take with what you got and, and go the off season and, and try and come back next season better and, and teach them how to slide. Like you guys were talking about. Um, I, I think the dolphins get killed though. I mean, they've kind of surprised me this year in general. I didn't think they would do, they would make the playoffs with, with Tua, but, uh, uh <laughs> I believe Teddy's going to be the quarterback. I believe Teddy's going to be the quarterback. Teddy is a journeyman. When I say a journeyman, meaning Teddy ain't throwing that ball downfield. <laughs> you have two of the biggest threat wide receivers as far as speed. I'm letting you know now. Hey, I'm 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 grabbing both of them. Hey, hey, Jalen. Hey, hey, Tyreek. Hey, 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 come here real quick. Every ball I throw is gonna be a go ball. Okay. <laughs> if we gonna win, it's because y'all outran the other team. Just run, <laughs> just run. Like at at this point, that that's all you got. Let's be honest. Like, who else? Who who else? You gonna you depend? I mean, you do got Raheem, you got Munster, and you know we gonna we gonna run we gonna run with him some too. If if you if you are a quarterback and you have a chance, this is your best chance to mm-hmm. be a good quarterback. You ain't never about to get an opportunity like this. Everything is a go ball. <laughs> No, I just – I really want Teddy Bridgewater to go back up Justin Fields just so I can be like, we got the Teddy Bears. 
That's that's all. Hey, <laughs> that's, exactly all. Bears. that's all. That's all. I just I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist. And uh, yeah, I think that they get obliterated. I agree. Just cut your losses. Long term health for for Tua. Just go on to next year. Get better in the off season, like you say. Rookie head coach. Come back. Come back out next year and uh, then compete. You know, maybe with the Bills for for a title. We'll see. But um, we'll go to that Bills and Patriots game first and foremost. I do just want to say, uh, just got the news earlier before we started recording that Hamlin was released from the hospital and is on his way back. He might actually be back in Buffalo. Now uh, he's going to be monitored there in Buffalo, but the fact that he was able to be released is incredible. So praise God. Dr. Timothy Pritt said DeMar was able to watch the Bills game yesterday from the hospital. When the Bills ran the opening kickoff back, he was jumping up and down. That's incredible. You know, praise God for that and a miraculous recovery. And obviously we'll keep, you know, our, our eyes on what's going on, keep our eyes open in the headlines and we'll keep them in our prayers. So starting off that game for the Bills and Patriots, 96-yard kickoff return for a touchdown right out the get-go, right off the get-go. And Tony uh, Tony Romo's response to that was absolutely priceless. What were your f- first thoughts as that play was happening or as you saw it on replay, man? I, my eyes dropped almost out of my head, bro, and I looked at my phone and I was like, nah, that, that, that it got to be fake type thing, you know? And then, then I watched the kickoff and I'm like – if that was a fake return, they did a pretty damn good job acting. But uh, it was legit. And the fact that Hines took another one back later on, I was like, all right, yeah, there's no way Bill Belichick would have allowed something fake to happen anyway. So you got to give all respect to Hines. That was just a, it's a storybook start, you know. What do you guys think? Well, I mean, ain't no telling what Bill will let happen. Look, hey, <laughs> hey look, I don't know about that one, but no, nah, you, you you're right. So it it was it was two touchdowns that were that were ran back by Hines. And um, but I mean, it's still three three interceptions thrown by Mac Jones. So Josh Allen threw three touchdowns, one interception, two hundred fifty four yards. Uh, Mac Jones can't throw that many interceptions. Facts. That's the reality Facts. of it. You 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 throw you throw three interceptions. You 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 setting yourself up for failure. Josh Allen threw an interception in the red zone. The 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 Bills get this win, but I I believe Josh Allen had. I mean, I believe that. Mac Jones had a lot to to do with it with the amount of interceptions that he threw. Man, Aaron's been dogging on him for weeks on end. So, you know, I agree. I think Mac Jones is not the answer there in New England. And I, I have a feeling Belichick's running out of patience with him because Belichick is not a patient uh, patient individual whatsoever. That's that's for darn sure. I, I did just want to real quick read Hamlin's response um, to the first uh, kick return for a touchdown was OMFG with about 10 exclamation points. And then Heinz free was his response uh, to the second one. So I really think that's just a really awesome thing that he was able to watch the game and he was on Twitter and, and following a live uh, following the game live like that. So definitely gives the, the bills a lot of uh, momentum going into the playoffs, knowing that their, their special teams got it done. Their defense got it done. You know, their, their offense aside from that one interception in the red zone, they finished it off for him and got those touchdowns. So definitely look for the Bills to to cause some major fireworks in the playoffs. And we'll look at the whole playoff field at the end of the show. But did want to mention the fact that the Jaguars are the AFC South champions over the Titans 20 to 16 for the first time since 2017. I'm going to pose a question to you boys. Does this Jaguars team have a chance to make some real noise? Don't get me wrong. I think Trevor Lawrence is playing good ball right now. But I, I don't see him upsetting nobody. I just don't. Aaron, what do you think, man? I I think uh, Trevor Lawrence, honestly, he disappointed me in that game. But the Jaguars' defense came up clutch. 
and they were playing against Josh Dobbs, and they made him pay for his inexperience. But I got to oppose Rose here again. I don't think we we agree much today. Uh, I think the I think the Jags win. I think the Jags can beat the Chargers. I don't trust the Chargers as far as I can spit. You know, throw a rock. Uh, to be honest with you, uh, they they just they're an organization that always chokes. Uh, they're gonna right on schedule choke in the playoffs again. Uh, Brandon Staley, I don't I don't know about him as a head coach. To be honest with you, Doug Doug Peterson, I do know about him as a head coach. Uh, quarterback whisper, as we talked about earlier, I think the Jags win at least one playoff game. I think Trevor Lawrence balls out, and and yeah, he shows everybody why he was the the number one overall pick just a few years back. And then gets whooped by the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. Probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be fair, I think I think the Jags are one of the, the most exciting up-and-coming teams in the league. And I think within the next few years, they will be competing for AFC championships. But that that's a stacked AFC. But I believe that the, the Jags, unless something terrible happens to Lawrence, I mean, the next, like, at least 10 years, that should be the Jags division, honestly. So who y'all got better? Justin Herbert? Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Aaron, you picking Trevor Lawrence too? Aaron uh, likes Justin Herbert, though. Aaron likes her. I, I've liked – I think he has more talent than Trevor Lawrence does. But who's going to be able – like, who's going to win more games? I, because of the situation, I would say Trevor Lawrence is going to win more games. I think Lawrence is a better leader as well. And that's not to knock oh. on Herbert. I, that's not to knock on Herbert because he is <laughs> he is a great – he is a great leader. He has the respect to his teammates. Um so that's absolutely no knock on him, but Trevor Lawrence was a number one overall pick for a reason. Leadership, talent, like arm strength, accuracy. Like he he is the complete package as far as a quarterback goes. He's six six, so he can see over the line. He can scramble. I mean, he's not as fast as Allen or or Lamar or Hertz or anything like that. But the man is just the the fact that he handled that Urban Meyer debacle and handled it with grace, even took some responsibility for things that honestly weren't his fault, in my opinion, because of how bad he was coached to be able to come out like this, this year, you, you throw Herbert in that situation. And I think Herbert's probably going, you know, six and 11 this year, because it would have taken him that long, you know, in his second year to, to progress, to progress. Um, if he had to deal with Urban Meyer as his coach first year, let's hear. Let's hear from Roach. I want to. I, I don't think he's. Mm, <laughs> I don't know, boy. That's uh, but you said something, boy. But you said <laughs> said a whole lot of something. <laughs> hey, I mean, look, look. Justin Herbert is a, he. He got a five thousand yard season. If you put it as in how you just said it, the Jags are what? What? What was? What did the Jags record end up with? Nine and eight. Nine and eight. Hey, well, guess what? Even with a team full of injuries, Justin Herbert still got ten wins. They played the AFC West, which was supposed to be the best division, but they got the Broncos twice and the Raiders <laughs> twice. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Hey, hey, look, look, look. The Raiders have a good team. They got a trash quarterback. <laughs> they got a good team. And it starts with the quarterback. <laughs> the Jaguars play the Raiders. I don't remember, bro. It took. It's, this was essentially like Trevor Lawrence's rookie year in so many ways because of the fact that his first year was burned by Urban Meyer. So, considering oh. all things considered, you bring him into the same like his second, third year. We'll see. We'll see if he has that five thousand yard season um, like Herbert. We'll see if he has that kind of production. Because you might be right, but based on what I've seen so far, considering the situation, I'll, I'll take Lawrence. Uh, I, I believe there. I believe Lawrence is more athletic for sure. I'll give you that. Okay. Okay. 
Well, real quick, the only reason we're going to mention this game is because of a coin flip. And no, we didn't make the coin flip, but the Bengals beat the Ravens 27-16, erasing all doubt in anybody's mind. I mean, they were the Bengals were playing the third-string quarterback of the Ravens, so nobody should have doubted the fact that that was going to be an easy win for the Bengals. There will be no coin flip between the Bengals and the Ravens for the, the um, home field game because the Bengals win that division outright. More wins, better percentage. So moving right along from that, let's jump into this uh, Eagles and Giants game. Obviously, we know the Eagles got the first seed. Jalen Hurts made a comeback. I don't know, though, man. I don't know about Jalen. What would you boys see in that in that uh, that game right there? Because I'm I'm a little edgy going into the playoffs. I know we have this bye week, but so, I think the- once again, I'm 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 always gonna be biased. I'm just gonna be real with you. Um, you got some rust. You, you you got some rust, which is to be expected for after three weeks. Um, but. I saw what I wanted to see was not four, three and outs. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) They they moved the ball up the field with ease. Look, every, every drive pretty much resulted in a field goal beside the the one instruction he threw in the red zone. I believe we didn't punch it in because he was gone for three weeks or, you know, didn't play for two weeks. This was the third week. Um, So I believe that was the rust, but he looked good. I, and that was that was without him running. Y'all saw him run the ball what once? I don't you know. I don't believe we could ask for too much more. Now I will say this: we needed to run. We needed to run the ball more as far as with our running backs. I, I don't know why we ain't we ain't letting Miles get about seven, sixteen, at least sixteen carries a game. Now I will say he had eleven. Boston Sky had nine. Kenneth Gainwell had five. Holy crap! I, 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 they said Jalen had five carries. I mean, nine carries. I don't, I don't remember nine carries. I'm be honest. I don't know if those were stacks or what. I, don't, I watched that whole game. I don't remember nine carries. I remember the scamper to the outside where he gets the first down. Because his long was eight, and usually we see him busting off longs of twenty, you know, fifteen, twenty yeah, yards. That's so what I'm saying. I, I believe that memorable. eight was that was that first down to the to the right right hand side where he just scampers out, and, and you know he's just like, I'm getting out of bounds. I will say smart. this honestly. If I'm concerned about anything, I, I believe we we I believe we let him get touched a little too much. We let three sacks up. I believe we're gonna get a lot of flag for it. And we're like, oh, Jalen little bit extra rusty, but I, I don't believe this is bad as a lot of people are going gonna put on Jalen. Two hundred twenty nine yards, one interception. Snow he didn't throw any any touchdowns, but honestly, in this game, we see him running for two touchdowns, and we we're like, oh, it's fine. Like I said, he ain't running those touchdowns because we ain't trying to let him get hurt. Uh, defense played decently. That's fair. Real quick, I did want to mention that AJ Brown did break uh, Mike Quick's record for receiving yards in a touch in a season as a Philadelphia Eagle, and fourteen oh nine was the record. So or either that fourteen oh eight, but it did take him seventeen games. But we do have a new season leader for receiving yards with AJ Brown in his first year with the Eagles. So I know how much you like Brown Roach, but Aaron. Do you think this was on Hurts this game, or do you think it was on the play, Colin? I think to some degree, me and Roach watched a different game. I mean, <laughs> I'll put it this way. Maybe I'm Mr. Negative, and, and Roach is a little bit more optimistic and positive. But, I mean, we're playing we're playing the Giants' second team here, man. Like, this 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 game was – we're playing a bunch of uh, – I was watching a post-game show. I forget how the guy worded it. He didn't say scrubs, but, I mean, ultimately these guys are not – great football players or they'd be starters you know what I mean 
I think Jalen looked bad, to be honest with you. I, I think he – I don't know if it was – I guess it was rust. I, I know – I think they, they came out of the gate knowing that um, obviously the Giants were going to play Davis Webb and not Daniel Jones, and, and Barkley didn't see any game action, and, and, and so be it. But uh, they played down their competition. They didn't look uh, – motivated in any way to win this game I, I think they did enough defensively um I did think I mean you can look at the score and I think it's a little bit skewed because they called back a touchdown to Devontae Smith uh they called a ineligible receiver on Landon Dickerson total horseshit call uh for the second straight week the refs screwed the Eagles uh last week it was the the holding uh for that rushing touchdown this week it's that so that's something to definitely pay attention to I don't know if the refs have it in for him or what <laughs> uh, but it's starting to it's starting to pose some questions. But uh, definitely the point I agree with Roach on is the game plan uh, with Miles Sanders. I don't know, you know, we might have talked about this a little bit, JD, in the fact that if they got to pay him more, if he has uh, something in his contract, if he's get racking up more yards, they got to, you know, there's some type of bonuses involved. But he didn't. I mean, to to see the ball only uh, eleven times. I know he was only averaging three yards a carry, but. I think you got to keep pounding the rock with him. I mean, maybe they want to keep him healthy, but uh, Boston Scott was averaging 6.6 yards a carry and, and Gainwell was averaging seven. I would have just kept feeding it to those boys. And, uh, you know, Boston Scott is the giant killer. He scored a touchdown this game. He always finds a way to uh, kill the Giants for whatever reason. So, um, yeah, man, offensively, without the running game, Jalen Hurts did not look sharp and in any way, in my opinion. Um, AJ Brown just does what AJ Brown does. Um, <laughs> but I mean, offensively it was, it was ugly at times I thought, but we did enough to win with the number one seed. You know, it, it's not all bad news, but it, it was a underwhelming game against a Davis Webb who I've never even heard of. Before. And we could have, we could have broke the sack record. I think there's a lot of missed tackles, but regardless, the defense came up and played, uh, when they had to against a, a lackluster giants offense. Yeah, we still uh, became the fifth team in NFL history to post 70 sacks in a season. So still legitimate on that part. I find it funny how Boston Scott, the smallest guy on the team, is the giant slayer. That always makes me laugh. But, yeah, he got his he got his uh, yearly touchdown against the Giants. He had two touchdowns against the Giants this year, one in each game. So you could take that to the bank and cash it, as Aaron would say, that Boston Scott's going to score you a tutty uh, against the Giants. So this leads me to ask the question. Are the Giants legit for the playoffs? Are the Eagles playing down to the Giants because they knew they were playing their second stringers? Or is it a little bit of both? Do the Eagles need to get be a lot sharper, and are the Giants better than we thought? So the Eagles definitely got to be sharper. Don't get me wrong. They played down. They played down. But like I said, if you in the red zone, every single possession pretty much you're down there, it's just not finishing. Like I, I can't be like they looked terrible. Because you 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 in the red zone, you in position, you're just not finishing. And I believe that was the rust. 20 for 35, it definitely ain't Jalen's best game. But like I said, we are also watching Jalen play with the handicap. Don't run the ball. Don't run the ball. Don't <laughs> run the ball. Like, that's to be expected. And you still get us down there. And it's just like he said, they took away a touchdown, which I also think was some horse. Because, like, bro, it, it was he was bro was like one yard down down the field. It, it was not no. How do you how do you not? I just I just don't understand how do you not like you get a good block. It's impossible not to go any farther than one yard down the field. 
um, you know, we, we were on like the, I think the two, it, it, it was crap. <laughs> and um, same, same as last week, but you know, you give us that touchdown, then the score is 29 to 16. Then what do you say? Do you say, oh, you know, that that game looks a little bit better, don't it? Jalen threw a touchdown, it's 29 16. So, I, like I said, Jalen didn't look pristine. He didn't look like he normally would look because normally, like I said, I believe if he ain't got no run, no throwing touchdowns, we QB sneaking for two. Right. I agree with you, especially when you get down to that end zone where, you know, they're on the two-yard line, the one-yard line, you know, they'll, they'll run that sneak. And part of the beauty of Jalen's game is the fact that the defense has to prepare for the run, for the pass. He makes a lot of plays on the move. He makes it look like he's going to run and then is able to hit an open receiver. And because of the fact that the Giants had to have known that they would have him kind of on a leash to keep himself safe, it did make it easier for, for them to stop him. And also the fact that Jalen just – that's not his style of play. So so for him to kind of have to, to hold himself back, I'm sure that was extremely difficult. A little bit of rust for sure. Um, his worst game of the season probably. I mean, someone look at the Bears game and be like, oh, he had a few interceptions in that game. Yeah, but he also led them on some clutch drives and made some clutch drives, uh, clutch throws down the stretch to win that game for the Eagles. So moving forward, we got two weeks. Do you think in two weeks – Jalen comes out and is at a hundred percent, or do you think he comes out and shakes has to shake a little rust off because the Cowboys, man, they're playing the Bucks and talk about a team that put up a shit show, which we're going to do the shit show <laughs> of the week and the standout stud of the week right after Roach answers my question here. Two weeks, Roach, what do you got for the Eagles? What are you thinking? I believe the Eagles will be playing the Giants again. I do. Um, and I believe that Jalen won't be on that leash because you're in the playoffs. You, you, hey, you, you, it ain't this. Hey, it's hard at home. If you, if you're gonna get injured, this is where you're gonna do it. Um, this is where everybody's gonna be playing through injuries. And I believe, hey, it's back to back to business as normal. You letting Jalen run this ball, right? You, you I mean, I, you got to. You can't play scared throughout the playoffs. I agree. You know, three, three games, three games. We need, we, we got to run them for three games. We we ran him for we ran him for sixteen. Well, what's three more? I think that's one of the reasons why Miles Sanders hasn't seen as many touches. I think they're trying to keep him fresh, especially with Jalen's health. You know, keep him fresher to be able to take a little bit of that workload off through the through the postseason. Personally, so you said you think we're going to see the Giants again. I, I don't simply because of the seedings. The Giants play the Vikings, which I think the Giants will probably beat the Vikings, but then they'd have to beat the Niners to to play the Eagles in the NFC championship game. And I don't, I don't see that happening. Brock so, Purdy's going to fall in the pre- postseason. I see it. Maybe. Oof. Maybe. Oh, no, man. That's, I, he that's... might, he might fall, but that defense is so good. You really think Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley are enough to lead the Giants to victory against oh. that 49ers front? I think that Daniel Jones ain't that amazing, but I believe Daniel Jones has amazing games. Something in my mind, and I've seen it because I've had to play against Daniel. Well, we have had to play against Daniel Jones, and he's tripped himself up by grass and turf. And but he, I believe this is gonna be one of them games. I believe he's gonna have a. That's gonna be his best game, and then we're gonna beat the Giants. Purdy has his worst game, and Daniels has his best game, and that's the story of that game. The Giants are gonna have to get past. 
Kirk Thuggins first, uh, yeah. which is possible. I believe Kirk, they probably Kirk gonna Kirk. get past himself. Okay, <laughs> I, I don't. I might be the only one in America picking the Vikings. I, I don't think the Giants are ready to beat. I just don't see them going on the road. And be, I know the Vikings are a little over overhyped. Their their point differentials, this and that, and everything. But I mean, the Giants aren't ready yet, man. They're they tied with the Commodore, Commanders, Commodores, Commies, whatever you want to call them. The Commodores. <laughs> they, uh, they, I don't know, man. Are the Giants really that? I don't like. I like Brian Dable for sure, and I think they're up and coming. But I mean, you have Justin Jefferson, you have Dalvin Cook, Kirk Cousins. I know it's Kirk Cousins, but I still think he's probably better than Daniel Jones right now. I mean. I, I, everybody's picking the Giants to go into Minnesota and beat them. I don't know about that. And I think I would not be shocked if the Bucks beat the Cowboys either. I, I don't have no trust in the Cowboys winning a playoff game. The, the Bucks is going to beat the Cowboys. I know it's everybody's pointing to the Cowboys coming to Philly and that that's like the whole thing. But if I'm, I mean, who am I taking Tom Brady or Prescott? I don't care what the teams look like. I mean, Tom Brady's been there, done that. I don't bet against that guy. So I hope I hope I'm like I say that all the time. I hope I'm wrong, but I could see it being Eagles and Tampa Bay in that in that playoff game for all honestly. And I wouldn't have a problem with it, but we can't if we lose that game, something's getting broken up in my in my house or something, <laughs> something's, something's gonna get launched out the window or, or I if we lose to Tom Brady in this in this postseason, I'm not I'm not gonna handle it very well. I'll say that. I can tell yeah. you right now, it'll be a ton of running in that game. Jalen will run for a hundred yards, <laughs> and Tom Brady will get sacked six times and have four of them taken back by penalties. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's roll into the segment of the week that a lot of people like that we forgot last week. But shit show of the week. I'm gonna start off here. We just mentioned Dak Prescott and, and the Cowboys. You said you're taking time, man. My shit show of the week is the Dallas Cowboys in general, but I'm going to go with Dak Prescott, man. 14 for 37, 128 yards, one TD and one pick. He got outplayed by by a rookie. Eleven for The rookie had more yards, a lot less attempts, and the same stat line TDs and interception-wise. I mean – you know, if you're gonna have a absolutely shit show of a game, get it out of the way week 18. But if I'm a a Cowboys fan, I cannot be feeling good going into Tampa Bay playing playing against the Buccaneers. So that's my shit show of the week, Dak Prescott. Aaron, who do you got, man? I got old man Rogers up there in Green Bay once hey. again. As soon as it's the big game, the guy falls on his face once again. I mean, we should expect this by now. He was leading that team back. What they were four and eight at one point. Everybody was on uh, was on the Rodgers train and everything else. But the one game you need to win, all the marbles to get in the postseason. He threw for two hundred five, uh, seventeen of twenty seven, a touchdown, a pick. That's just not enough, man. That defense or that uh, that Lions team, if if they have a a weakness, it's the defense. Like, they have one of the worst defenses in the National Football League. And, I mean, like, come on, man. You're at Lambeau Field against the Lions, who were already eliminated. So, technically, they had nothing to play for. But they definitely came out and played for their coach. But Aaron Rodgers, one of the most talented quarterbacks, that has no clutch gene whatsoever. <laughs> No clutch gene. Okay. <laughs> he's, 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 he's the king. 
the king of Hail Marys, but he got no clutch genes. So no, I don't know it, if I fully, fully it, agree with you there, buddy. But uh, regular <laughs> season, regular season Hail Marys, he's money. But I guess this was a regular season. But you know what I mean? It was to get in the postseason. They didn't give the the Lions didn't give the ball back to Rodgers for one final drive. I think if Rodgers would have got the ball back, that he would have taken them down the field and they would have scored. But a lot of a lot of credit to to Dan Campbell there in Detroit with those ballsy freaking. Uh, calls in that game on that last possession instead of kicking that field goal going for it on, on those like fourth and one or fourth and two uh, to ice that game man the Lions are they're up and coming and, and next year next couple years are going to be exciting if you're in Detroit you actually have something to be excited about I truly believe especially having the Rams first rounder next year and the Rams definitely gifted you with a shitty season and a nice pick for next year as well so we will talk about that that Seahawks Rams game next. So that's definitely something we want to get into because that is the last playoff spot that Seahawks lock locking that up. But Roach, do you want to get in on this, man? Do you have a shit show player of the week? Uh, uh more like a highlight for me, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm, I'm agreeing with you, baby. The, the, goddamn Cowboys, <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the Cowboys getting their ass whooped. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, look, I, I talked about this off air with y'all. Is is Dak holding the Cowboys back, or is he pushing them forward? I, I don't know no more, man. I just don't know. I when Wentz was at the Eagles, I, and I was doing this comparison, you know, who's better, who's better, Wentz or Dallas, Wentz or Dallas, Wentz or Dallas, and it just seemed like Dallas, um, Prescott just kept. Just a little bit more, just a little bit more, just a little bit over him. Dak has been beat up. Now he's throwing interceptions. It's just always some shit with him. <laughs> he ain't been able to get over a playoff hump. Like, hey, say what you want to about Wentz, <laughs> but the man don't been on three different teams. <laughs> he don't like, hey, no shit, he's not going to the playoffs. But he got a Super Bowl. Oh, I mean, uh, yeah, that's. No, he on, did. Man. He led the, even though he got hurt. Wentz was the one who led them to that spot where Foles could step in and win the Super Bowl. Because uh, honestly, Foles isn't going to have the season Wentz did to get him that number one spot. Foles yeah. came up clutch in the playoffs. Absolutely no knock on that. Much love to Foles. Always going to be a legend in Philly. But that was Wentz's season, MVP-style st- season, right up to the end, to that injury against the Rams. Uh, so, I'll you give know. you that, but what what would have Wentz done in that playoffs i, I don't i don't know man that would have been his first postseason yeah, exactly that's all we, we don't, say is we don't think, know. i'm kind of <laughs> glad I'll, I'll be honest with you i'll be glad i'm not glad he tore his acl i'm not trying to say that but Foles in the panned out the way it did. i'm glad it panned yep. out the way it did yeah yep. uh, you know and so, so as far as as far as that you know like i, I think Dak is a, a tremendous quarterback i think he's talented beyond all reason but I believe he's kind of turning out to be uh, Tony Romo. Mm. <laughs> it's the Dallas jinx right there. Hey, I mean, you can't argue with you can't argue with the results. Honestly, I, I think that Dak has a bit more talent than Romo as far as he's able to move around better. I think he has a bigger arm. I mean, Roach, you and I have talked about this in the past. You know, the Dak Romo comparison. I think we're going to have to have another few years before you're going to be able to see it. And I, Honestly, it's going to come down to can Dak produce in the playoffs. I know Dallas fans are chomping at the bit. They're ready for this bullcrap, and you just had a great season. You know, the D- Dallas comes out. If they beat Tampa Bay in Tampa, that's going to be a statement win. They're going to roll into Philly, and then we'll throw the punches. 
your quarterback versus my quarterback. Everybody's healthy, and, and that's going to be a boxing match. And that one's going to be fun. I don't think there's any Cowboys or Eagles fan out there that, if they're being truthful, don't want to see full strength versus full strength. If you're if you're lying to yourself, you're like, well, I just want the win, blah blah blah. Yeah, okay. If you just want the easy dub, sure. But if you want a good game, give me full strength versus full strength. So that's what I'm hoping happens. Uh, hoping happens. I'd rather see, you know, Dak again in the playoffs. I just want to pose this to you real quick. Could the issue be Mike McCarthy? And hear me out. We talk about how Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers underachieves, underachieves, underachieves. I believe Rodgers is a better quarterback than Dak. Mike McCarthy in Green Bay, one Super Bowl, underachieving. That that's it. Goes to Dallas, good regular season, you know, record here. Gets them in the playoffs. You know, assuming that they don't make it through these playoffs, is Mike McCarthy just not capable of taking a team past that level unless his elite quarterback carries him that far? So <laughs> it's funny that you say that. So I, I do think that Mike McCarthy is beyond his prime, but I think the question goes a little <laughs> bit deeper than that. It ain't Mark McCarthy's fault. It's Jerry it's, it's, it's Jones' fault. Who won again, Mike McCarthy? JJ, Jones' world. Like, like it, it, it's always him. It's him. Like, it, it, it's no getting around it. It's him. You pay Zeke. You pay Dak. You know, they both look, eh. You, you bring in Mike McCarthy, why, when we're all like, eh, this man can't manage the game to save his life. It, it, <laughs> won't look at the time. Won't look, like, it's Jerry Jones. That's the reality of it. That's the bottom line of it. I got to be in the face of the media, Jones. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you on that. I think I think Mike McCarthy's a below-average coach. And one thing, one thing Skip Bayless does say that's funny, I'll give him this. He says he calls Mike McCarthy drop the Mike McCarthy because he <laughs> doesn't know how to manage any type of time or he doesn't know he, he's not a motivator. I mean, if you're Dallas, man, you have no reason to lose that game yesterday. I think whatever uh, message he gave in the locker room was probably stale and no one really I, I feel like no one looks to him as like, oh, that's our guy. That's our motivator. I think Dan Quinn should probably be their head coach, to be honest with you, um, if they could just, fit, you know, get a good offensive coordinator and and keep it like that and Dan or I'm sorry defensive coordinator to replace him and he just focuses on the team he would be better anyone would be better than Mike McCarthy almost and but like but like uh like Roach said I mean ultimately it's almost like Jerry Jones coaches the team because he answers all the questions after the game and everything else and it's the whole entourage of the Cowboys so I don't know man they might be cursed they might have they might have a little bit of a curse going on because if they don't win this playoff game it's like you know another year another you know miss another loss in the playoffs like when are they going to get over that at least a playoff game will uh in the you know win to be honest yeah yeah i i feel like jerry jones needs a yes man a head coach just someone who's just gonna kind of let him uh just do his own thing without putting up any fight or any resistance which is why jerry doesn't have a coach like sean payton he doesn't (laughs) have somebody who's willing to come in and have that control but payton knows what he's doing you know he has that that um, winning pedigree. He has that Super Bowl. He turned the Saints around. We see what, he, you know, yes, Drew Brees retired, but we see what the Saints are without him uh, this year for sure. And it's just, it's a train wreck down there for sure. But uh, let's move on to our standout stud of the week. Uh, I'm going to split my standout stud between two kickers. And that's odd. I might not ever have a kicker as a standout stud, but highlighting first, Jake Elliott, five for five. That's 15 points plus his extra point. He doesn't make those kicks. The Eagles lose that game. So he locked up the number one seed. 
So that's pretty important. I'm going to give my uh, second second part of the standout stud to Jason Myers of the Seahawks. Four for five. He put up 12 of the 19, well, including the extra point, 13 of the 19 points for Seattle, including the game-winning field goal in OT, which pushed the Seahawks ultimately toward that last playoff spot. So I just have to give give a shout-out to the kickers. Those are my standout studs, Jason Myers of the Seahawks and, and Jake Elliott of the Eagles. Who you got, man? Uh, I got Jared Goff for the first time all year, um, <laughs> just to oppose Rodgers, too, just for spite there. I mean, he just did enough, man, 23-34, 224, got the win in a game that didn't honestly mean much for Detroit other than playing for probably Coach Campbell and playing for pride there. But, I mean, the guy's been balling and took him on this win streak. And, and you know, the Lions finished fi- over 500, which probably nobody saw that coming. I don't know if he's the answer there. That that's something they they keep. Uh, it's it's a constant storyline. Like is Jared Goff going to be the quarterback going forward? But he uh, he's definitely played well this year, and you know he he did enough to beat Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay in a in a meaningful game for them to to knock him right out of the playoffs. Bro, who do you got? So you asked me this earlier, and I was honestly unsure, and only one person came to mind. Until a minute ago, and my so my one person was going to be the person that obviously I don't want to say is Brock Purdy. Man played a phenomenal game, he did, I, and I think it's going to be his best game of the season. But who I'm going to give it to <laughs> is Jamal Williams. Okay, I so, like it. I like Jamal it. Williams. If for the people that don't know, is the running back for the Lions, and um, this guy's personality is 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 unrealistic. So he he runs for 72 yards. He has two touchdowns in this Lions game, this Lions versus Green Bay game. And uh I'm watching the game. And the, you know how they um they they always do the little the little li- the little line where it's the players saying where they're from, what college they went to, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Yep. So this this <laughs> he pops up and it's an anime reference. He's like <laughs> <laughs> he has on a, a Naruto headband. It is is it's just insane. He also passed Barry Sanders um for for the the record for the Lions this uh, this week and he's crying. He's on and I'm just for touchdown he, record. He, yeah, he just had to have the biggest personality in that locker room and I love the guy. I do. I, I love him. I I I, I want to stand by him. So I'm going Jamal Williams. 17 touchdowns on the on the year, passing the great Barry Sanders, who is arguably top five running back of all time. So you can't go wrong there. Definitely having a phenomenal season. I think moving forward, you know, the fact that they beat the Packers, that just gives them an incredible uh, push into next year. You know, first of all, Rodgers doesn't know what he's doing next year. All more drama. We don't need to talk about that. We'll find that out. I'm sure we'll talk about that on the show off and on for the rest of the offseason. After the you know the the off season starts up, but I don't want to talk about him. He's out, thank God. But how dangerous will this Lions team be? How dangerous will this Lions team be? Remember, I picked the Lions over the Packers in my pick them, so that made me three and zero. So, but moving forward, do they have a shot to? Especially if Rodgers ends up leaving the Packers, do the Lions have a shot to make that division theirs? We know that the Vikings overachieved, and they overachieved because they had Justin Jefferson flat out. You take away Jefferson from that team, and that that's not a team that's going what twelve and four or whatever they went thirteen and four. I, I believe they do honestly, and I believe they can take that division as long as everything they focus on this, this offseason is defense. Jesus 
you have the offensive power. It's there. You got you got St. Brown, Jamal Williams, Jared Goff's playing great. You got to find some defense. You 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 have to. Including us, we're beat so many games, you know, because they just had no deep. Like we what we had a 30, it was like 35 to 32 against them first game of the year. And it, that's just how their season went. They just had a close game after close game, but they were just all high scoring games because they were scoring the points, but they just couldn't stop nobody. And the games where they, their offense couldn't score the points, such as a freak 29 zero loss to the Patriots. Um, their defense, you know, they're not going to win that game. Obviously they're not yeah. going to win any games where their offense can't score, you know, 29 nothing loss to, to New England, 28-24 loss to Minnesota, 24-6 loss to Dallas. You know, and in their wins, they're putting up 20, 30, 40-plus points. So, no, I agree completely. They they have a good uh, draft, good offseason pickups, and, and they're in great shape moving forward. And, and I'm cool with it. You know, I've had to watch the Lions suck for many years, and after being a huge fan of Megatron and always getting upset that, that he never got to get anywhere, it'd be nice to see – see the Lions make something something out of themselves and and move on and, and become a, a playoff contender. I'm tired of seeing Green Bay run that division for since before I was born when Brett Favre's a quarterback type thing, you know. So I'm I'm ready for I'm ready for a new so change of blood, bro. Some change of blood and I don't want to see I want to see the Lions be the team to to run that run that show. Uh a game that maybe shouldn't have been close but was that Ram Seahawks overtime. What do you think about that JD? I mean I did not expect the Rams to play as I guess as well as they did to stay in this, but I think the fact that the Rams were underdogs and nobody expected them to be in the game is one of the reasons why they were in that game, honestly. You know, when you're underdogs, you have nothing to lose. You can play your hearts out. I think Seattle, you know, we've been talking about it, you know, off and on for quite a few weeks now. You know, Seattle's been overachieving a little bit. And you look at the stat line, what has Geno Smith done well this year? not turn the ball over. But in this game, you know, two interceptions, you know, a little over 200 yards. They ran the ball well. I mean, Kenneth Walker, definitely going to be a stud in this this league for years to come as long as he stays uh, injury-free, which he's had a little bit of trouble with that already. But Geno Smith turned the ball over twice. Baker Mayfield only turned it over once. You know, that extra possession is clutch. Took him all the way to overtime. So that's why I gave Jason Myers my – standout stud of the week or that split standout stud of the week because he kicked them right into the playoffs and moving forward in in the playoffs I don't think the Seahawks have a chance I know the NFC is relatively weak compared to the AFC with a lot of those teams but you know Seahawks good building good building blocks for next year you still have talented wide receivers with Metcalf and Lockett you know have a good running back with Walker is Geno Smith the answer Mm, that's a that's a good uh, good question oh I, I don't know, man. Like, so I I, I don't want to say Gino is is a bad quarterback. I, I don't think he's a bad quarterback. And, I, and like I said, they we talked about this earlier. More than likely, the you know the biggest improvement player is going to be him. Yeah, comeback um, player of the year. Yeah, yeah, the comeback player of the year. I believe this game is close because it's two interceptions. So we we already talked about that turnover. You know, you, you turn the ball over, you give the other team a chance to be in it. You know, the Rams have honestly sucked this year. Let's call it like we see it. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Baker has started back being Baker again. You know, after that, <laughs> the, after he had that one game which he where he came in and had 42, what, 48 hours to practice. And that was, let's be honest, that's his best game. Since then, Baker's been Baker. Uh, 
the sea the Seahawks were a shoe win to win this game. That's why they won it. I believe it was only close because you know through two interceptions. I believe I believe that the Seahawks have the talent around Geno to be a good team. If Kenneth Walker can continue to play like he played yesterday, then they'll be fine. Um, I I don't want to put too much merit into it. Geno got another year before I can I can I can judge him properly. Yeah, he's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna come out and say he's not. He's not the answer. Uh, there's a reason he's been a backup in this league for how long? You know what I mean? He he's. He was a flash in the pan this year. Uh, he'll probably go to the playoffs and get just absolutely annihilated. To be honest with you, uh, I I just don't see. I, I'm not. I never thought he was great. I mean, he he can come in and play a start. You know, uh, a flash st- start every once in a while. You know that type of thing. But for him to be your guy, I mean, you're gonna have to be heavily run based I think and and obviously Kenneth Walker coming out of Michigan State he was an absolute machine he won uh the award for the best running back in college last year absolute stud but yeah they need a better quarterback and hey maybe Drew Locke maybe you insert Drew Locke next year you know what I mean <laughs> that, that kid gets no no chance uh probably but no I don't um uh, I, I just think they need to upgrade that position and I don't know man how long how much longer is Pete Carroll going to be there too like He's got to be getting up there in age, and the guy yeah, looks he's like that man seventy something. He gonna die in the NFL. I was gonna say he looks yeah. like he could have a heart attack. How stressed out he gets. I mean, to be honest with you, I think Carroll's gonna coach until he doesn't want to coach anymore. I know Seattle out there, they're pretty loyal, um, and, cool. and he won them. He won them a Super Bowl, that's for sure. I think ultimately, all it did was bring back the hype of the playoffs to Seattle, you know, to their fans, and it just prolonged their misery a week. Because they're going to get absolutely <laughs> thumped in San Francisco by the 49ers. Just absolutely thumped. You think Geno Smith looked bad this last week. And I could be wrong. And I hope I am. I hope I'm wrong. I love a good underdog. But I see San Francisco absolutely obliterating the Seahawks. I don't I don't even think that's going to be a game. I think it's going to get I, ugly. I agree with you. I, I do. But like I said, the man, the man threw for 4,285 yards. You got to give him something. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. This year, yeah. He's just going forward. I, I don't I don't know, man. With those weapons. I mean, he definitely stepped in and he played the part that they needed him to. He threw the ball well. He for the most of the season he limited turnovers. He had the highest passer rating in the league for quite a while in the beginning of the year. You know, so he definitely a solid all around year for him, one hundred percent. And he's definitely earned himself if they don't give him another year you know at the at the helm he definitely earned himself a a healthy paycheck as a backup quarterback somewhere else or maybe even as a starter in carolina or you know indy and indy loves taking on them (laughs) those older players now to be fair indy's taken on players that have had more success but in general indy likes to take on you know a little bit older players who who might be able to give them a little something something so um that's my take on that real quick fellas this has been a longer show a lot of fun Definitely enjoy having Roach on again. It's been, it's been great, but I'm going to give you guys 15 seconds. Tell me one game that you're looking forward to in the playoffs here and why. Or, I'm sorry, one game and who's going to win. You don't have to tell me why because we only got a, about 15 seconds. So, um, Aaron, I'm going to put you on the spot first, then Roach, and then I'll finish up. So, one game you're looking forward to and who's winning by what score, roughly. Okay. Give me fives. Uh, I I'll say Ravens Bengals. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I want to. I mean, if Lamar's not in, I'm not looking forward to it. But uh, <laughs> if he plays, I'm real curious. 
to see how that goes. And I give the Ravens at least a fighter's chance with that defense and Lamar. And final score real quick. Uh, we'll still go. We'll still go Bengals. We'll go Bengals 42-35. Okay. All right. No defense. No defense. <laughs> no defense right. that game, though. No. All right, Roach, what do you got? You got 15 seconds. And go. Hey, man, I'm going to Cowboys Buccaneers, baby. I'm going Cowboy Buccaneers. I, I want either one to be eliminated. So that's why I want it. And uh, I, I believe it's, it's like 25-30. Okay. Uh, and I got Buccaneers winning. Okay. And the man the man uh, did it in under 15 seconds. So Whew. respect, respect. Uh, I could easily grab the 49ers Seahawks. So I'm going to go for the other blowout in the AFC. Um, Bills over the Dolphins by a long shot. Not even close. Yeah. I'm going, unless Josh Allen throws three interceptions in the red zone and fumbles <laughs> the football, we're looking at the Bills 35 to 14, maybe 21 at the end of the game. I, I think Allen sits for, for the end, you know, last couple of minutes because the Bills will be dominating them so bad. That's my opinion, and I'm, you know, I'm allowed to have it. That's brutal, but it's honest. So that's that's what I'm looking at here moving forward. So, hey, y'all, fellas, it's been a great show, Roach. Thanks again for coming on, man. Second consecutive week, um, had a lot of fun. Always like poking fun back at you, my friend. <laughs> back and forth. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Uh, always a good time with you, fellas. You know, I appreciate you guys having me on. You know, I love, I love going to back and forth. You know. Just uh, look forward to it all the time, and uh, it's definitely a good time with you, you and uh, you and Aaron. So, uh, nah, thank you for having me on, fellas. Yeah, definitely. Well, if you're free next Monday, we'll have to to see if your prediction came came true with the Bucks, and we'll have to talk a little bit a uh, little bit of uh, postseason football moving forward. So, if you're free, you just you holler at me. You got my number. Let me know. So, Aaron, who are we shouting out? Yeah, man, I got to shout out Roach first things first. That was that was a great show. Uh, Roach. Yes, sir. Roach. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, man, uh, shouting out the fellows up in Canada. We we can't forget about level the playing field, 1420, uh, you know, 1420 in the morning. Check those guys out every every morning, especially for your hockey fix, if we got any uh, NHL fans out there. But uh, And also check out the fan in the van, uh, Jim at fan in the van. He will uh, – Call the Cleveland Browns, the Cleveland Shitsteins, as they, I guess, sh- sh- should be called. And, and that was great. That was a great show today. That was a funny, funny, funny show. So check those guys out. If you listen to us, you'll definitely want to listen to them. And and they'll give you a lot of laughs and a lot of insight in, in a lot of different areas. Jim is not Canadian. I found that out at the end of last show. So, yeah, fan in the van. Go uh, give them some love. All three of those, those guys, give them some love. Good, good shows. And they've been supportive of us. So check us out on Twitter at Twitter handle is uh, brutally honest, uh, brutally honest without the T because Twitter won't give us the T. So check us out. If you guys would uh, like share, uh, follow, spread the news about brutally honest. We would greatly appreciate that. And we're looking forward to bringing you a show tomorrow. If you, we got any college football fans listening, we're bringing on a guy, uh, a writer from from the Penn State area, and we're going to be talking college football championship game is that game tonight, and then we're going to be talking some some Penn State football. So don't want to miss that one if you're into college. If you're only here for the NFL, we'll uh, see you guys or speak to you guys next Friday. Y'all have a good one. Be safe. <laughs>